Welcome, 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 welcome back to Locked On 76ers. I'm your host, Keith Pompey. Happy Thursday to you. It's Thursday, June the 17th. Today's episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra. Only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Stay tuned for the Ultra Moment segment coming up later in the episode. Well, Mark. How you been, brother? Uh, Keith, I'm doing well. I'm doing much better than the 76 point, I'll tell you that. Yeah, that was a, a, a bad display by the Sixers. For you guys, this is Mark Narducci, um, my co- co-worker. We covered the beat for the Sixers for the Enquirer. I know some of you guys, a lot of you guys know him. And what this is, we're going to dissect last night's win. Now, Mark, the Sixers, I don't even want to say what it is right now, like I'm talking about how much they how many points they they blew. But the Sixers lost one oh nine to one oh six in game five of the Eastern Conference semifinals to the Atlanta Hawks. The Hawks have a three to two lead and the Hawks could close out on Friday night in Atlanta. Or if the Sixers win game seven will be Sunday. Um, at the Wells Fargo. Now, Mark, this was a horrible game by the Sixers. I mean, a horrible second half. I mean, they were destroying them in the first half, and then all of a sudden, it just turned. Well, Keith, here's the other thing that makes it even tougher. They were still up by 25 points with 319 left in the third quarter. So they were actually doing okay in the beginning of the second half. And that, it started to plummet. And, um, you know, I know everyone's going to point to the Sixers and might be so, but the Hawks a little credit for showing some fight. Overcoming an 18-point deficit in Game 4 and then a 26-point deficit in Game 5. They're showing a lot of character, the Hawks, whereas the Sixers are just falling apart before our eyes. You know, but are they falling apart before our eyes, or are we seeing the team that we basically saw most of the season? And and I don't mean to I don't mean to um, to come down hard on the Sixers, and you know, like you would like to see the Sixers do well. You know, I mean, I know you're a reporter, so you can't be a fanboy, and we're not. But what I mean by that is, you know, you look at the Seventy Sixers team, and you got a guy like Ben Simmons who can't shoot foul shots. A guy like Ben Simmons who won't shoot from the perimeter, right? So you take that out of this, you 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 factor those in, and he becomes a liability. He became a liability the last two games in the fourth quarter. I mean, he became a liability. Then you look at a guy like Joel Embiid. You know, he he has to do so much. He has 17 points in the first quarter, 17 in the first. He ends up with 37. Now, he wasn't the reason why they lost the game, but he did miss his last four field goal attempts, and then he missed then he missed two crucial foul shots late in the game, right? You look at Tobias Harris, a guy who's been playing well all season, and then in the biggest game, he has four points on two 411 shooting. So these are all things that we always brought up in the past and we were at question marks about. But I'm telling you, Mark, like 
when you look at this team, yes, they have the number one record in the East. You can't take that away from them. But this is also a team that had a bad loss at the end of the season to Indiana and a team that got blown out by Miami. So when we look at it, you're saying to yourself, well, is this who we thought they were? Because, like, they, like this is the number one seed, dude. And they blew two major leagues in the last two games. One was 18, and like you said earlier, last night was 26. Keith, uh, I, I don't know. I mean, obviously I think they're a very talented team uh, who's, who's now in a bad run. Can, can they overcome that? I don't know. Doc Rivers kind of guaranteed that they'll be back on Sunday for Game 7. Uh, yes, some of, some of their warts are showing, and they're collectively a lot of people are having bad games at once. You mentioned uh, it, it's just hard to imagine. They've got 36 points from Seth Curry and 37 from Embiid. They still didn't win. That, that is hard to do. They have two guys getting 36 or more and, and not to be able to win. It, it's... And the thing that I, the reason I thought that they would do so well in the postseason, their, their defense, and their defense was okay until that fourth quarter, and they just collapsed. And I, I think right now they are having a total confidence problem, uh, you know. Yeah. And, and it, yeah, you're right. I mean, but we would, in that fourth quarter, um, Atlanta shot 72.7%. 72.7% in the fourth quarter. Like, Lou Will was 6-for-8 shooting in the fourth quarter. You know, um, you know. so, yeah, I mean, I, I get what you're saying, and I do. I honestly do. But I, I just don't know, Mark. I mean, it's kind of like, so, you look at it. We're talking about a Atlanta Hawks team that was the fifth seed. Atlanta Hawks team that's playing without two starters, right? Atlanta Hawks team who has a backup point guard who's injured. So when I'm looking at it, I get it, but this is just a bad, uh, a, a bad thing. I mean, part of the problem is you say Joel Embiid had 37, Seth had 36, but then when you look at it, what Tobias had four? You know what I mean? Like the thing is, Tobias had four. You know, four. Like you, you, you can't win like that. Um, who is it? Who else? Uh, ben Simmons. You know he went four for fourteen from the foul line. These are the reason why. I mean, he had eight. Furkan had eight. For, look at this. Furkan shot two for seven. Tobias shot two for eleven. Ben shot two for four, but he was four for fourteen on the foul line. Shake Milton went one for five. George Hill went one for five. Dwight went 0 for two. That's the reason why they lost. Now, these guys scored a lot of points, but they didn't get any help, none whatsoever. Uh, oh, there's, there's no, no question about it. I mean, the uh, the Hawks bench really, uh, really came through. Gallinari, who, who I think has been solid throughout the whole time. Lou Williams with uh, 15. That's the first time he's had double figures. And the first time – Series, and the first time he's really aggressive. But what what just confounded me, Keith, is in the fourth quarter, and Nate McMillan is making a lot of great adjustments, and he's putting things out there till they, and he's trying to figure out what'll work. 
and he had um, Lou Williams and Trey Young together. And he's done this before in the series, but not for this long of a stretch because the two of them together is a defensive liability to not take and they couldn't stop either of them. They both had 13 points in that fourth quarter as, as they were both just lighting it up on the Sixers. Yeah, yeah. But let me talk to you about something, Mark. I got to talk to you about my favorite ultra moment from the playoffs, finals or the season, right? So I'm going to talk to you about that. So right about now, I'm going to give you my favorite ultra moment of this postseason. And I'm going to have to say, no, no, let me go back. I'm going to have to go to the regular season. My uh, my favorite moment for the Sixers, right, was when they went to Utah, not Utah, they go to Indiana in the regular season. And not, not the one they lost, but the first time they go out there and they were getting blown out. And then all of a sudden they start going into that zone. And then they came back and they beat Indiana. To me, that was like a great moment because it, I saw some joy in the players' eyes. Um, Doc Rivers seemed happy. And then the fans at home watching on TV had some enjoyment, right? So to me, that was the fa- that was the ultra moment. Now, here's the thing. The thing about it is, you know, people talk about Michelob Ultra. They always say it's only worth it if you enjoy it. At only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories, joy creates success. And enjoyment isn't the end game. It's the whole game. See, that's what they say now. It's not the end game. It's the whole game. Now, one thing I want to talk to you about is the road to the finals, right? The Sixers are going to have to play a whole lot better if they think they can get there, though. They're going to have to play a lot better, Mark. I mean, I just think, I just don't like, I mean, I just don't like what I see from them right now. But today on the road to the finals, our, or, or our NBA playoffs coverage is brought to you by Michelob Ultra. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. And at 2.6 carbs and 95 calories, we can all enjoy the games a little bit more this season. One thing I want to tell you guys is that you can follow Mark and I both on Twitter. Mark is SJ Nard. I'm Pompey on Sixers. You can also read our stuff in Inquire.com. But Mark, to me, I got to ask you this. Do the Sixers still have a chance in this postseason series? I do think so, Keith. Yes. You know, you and I both predicted Sixers in six. That uh, That's not happening now. But I, I still, yes, I, I still think they, they, they have have a chance. I, I, more than a chance, I, st- I still think they're going to do it. So uh, we'll see if I'm, if I'm just hanging on <laughs> for whatever reason or, or if I'm right. But I, I think that, you know, they've been punched in the mouth twice. Made up. But this game on Friday is going to determine whether this team stays together or gets blown apart after this uh, because if, if they don't get out of this series, uh, we're not going to see the same team back next year. So let me ask you this. So what makes you think that this team can win? I mean, what what do you see or what do you think they can do that makes you think they can win it? Because they still have the best player on the court who, who can dominate. 
they they still have have a guy Seth Curry who is um who is shooting unbelievably. Uh, he's shooting fifty nine percent three in this uh, in this series against them, and they just. You know they need to get some other. They need Tobias Harris to play the way he's been playing for most of the year. Everybody keeps referring to him as the All Star who got snubbed. They need him to play up to that. They, 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 these guys are capable. Ben Simmons. They need him attacking the basket. And I've always said this. I think Ben Simmons has stopped doing that is because he's afraid of getting fouled. So I think the foul problems are really. They're, they're not only hurting him. Individually, but it hurts how he's kind of running the offense. But they need these guys to put pressure. Ben's a time All Star. This is the time to show what he's what he's made of. And, and I think I think they have two games in them that they can do it. Whether I'm right, we'll see. You know, um, de- defensively, what would you like to see them do against Trey Young? Well, the the, the problem with the they have no one that, that can handle him. They have, they have no one to handle him one-on-one. He's getting by everybody. And the thing is, Keith, early on, they the Hawks did a terrible job of converting. Clint Capella had a couple uh, chances near the basket that he just blew, or else the Hawks wouldn't have been down by so much. I, I don't know what you can say. He, he, he gets by Simmons. He gets by Matisse routinely. And it's almost like they almost have to hope that he doesn't make the shot because he can get his shot off against anybody. They had a, they did a better job early on in the series. Remember when they were trapping him yeah. up, up two? They were they were trapping him up right near midcourt and really making it hard, making him get rid of the ball sooner. That has seemed to stop. He's he's kind of had a free reign now. So that, I think they have to go back to those defensive principles. Uh, because if you just let him dribble, he's going to get by you. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm thinking like I know Furkan was two for seven. I mean that which isn't good, but I'm thinking they may have to shake up that starting lineup. I mean, two games with this lineup, two losses, right? I think they need to shake it up, man. Like I think you need to go defense. I mean, I'm starting to think that. But then again, like you said, you know, he kept blowing by Matisse. But at the same time, I think you got to go defense. I do. Because, you know, it seems like they're attacking Ferk a little bit. But um, I, I, I don't know, man. Like, you're talking about that's when things change. I mean, did we forget Danny Green was a solid defender. Even though it didn't really work out for him on Trey, but he worked out. You know, he was um, covering uh, Bandanovich, but that freed up other people to go to Trey. You know what I mean? So I, I think they need to may need to shake the lineup up. Uh, that's that's an excellent point. That's an excellent point. Uh, if they and you say defense, then they would probably start start Matisse and you know see how that goes. The other thing is, Keith, they have to get a better better job out of some of these guys. George Hill, I think he's been a disappointment in this series. Um, uh, you know, again up and down, and and as and has uh, Tyrese Maxey fallen out of the rotation again? He only played a minute twenty in this game. So it's weird that we're in this situation at this point and Doc Rivers still doesn't have a bench that he can rely on and have a steady rotation. Yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. Um, But let me tell you about Rock Auto, Mark. 
Now, I told you before, you know, I don't really like going into uh, stores and auto places to buy things. Because why? Because I don't want people like harassing me or just following me around, asking, do you need this? Do you need that? You know, but the thing about Rock Auto, you know, Rock Auto is a place that has amazing selections, reliably low prices, and all the parts your car will ever need. That's at rockauto.com. So what I say is, if you really, really want it, if you really want to get a great deal without going there and having to deal with the hassle, you need to go to rockauto.com. And right when you do that, right, locked on how that they hear about us box so they know we sent you. Again, amazing selections, reliably low prices, and all the parts your car will ever ever need seriously go there today and then when you're done with it go to bet online ag why because bet online ag is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action before the next tip off head over to bet online on your laptop or mobile device and check out the great sporting news sign up bonuses and and um contest information Go to Bet Online AG, your online sportsbooks expert. Use the promo code LOCKED. Now, Mark, so, you know, my thing is, you know, we were talking about, you know, the game and, and, and all these other things. But the, the, the problem is, I just don't know if he can go with that bench as much as he has. I mean, I, I don't think he can. Like, you know, the problem is, I, I get it, you don't want these guys to play a lot of minutes. But then, when you look at what Kevin Durant did, he played 48 minutes. Now, again, Kevin Durant is a different animal. But I, I think that it's weird. Like, the last two games, he has the bench in, and then all of a sudden, that's when the, the, uh, the rally starts, so to speak. Like, this one, they were up 20 when they had to, when they took Ben Simmons out. And, you know, they took Joel out a couple minutes before that. And then they take Ben Simmons out. They're up 20. And then all of a sudden, as soon as they take him out, um, Atlanta responds with a 9-0 run. Yeah, here's the thing, Keith. I, I, I get it. But look at it. Tobias played over 37 minutes. Seth played over 37, Ben played over 38, and, and then B played over 39. It's, it's not like they're playing limited minutes. you got to play the bench a little bit, but you're, you're right. They, they, haven't, they haven't responded in this. And, you know, it's funny. The Hawks, if you look at it, they started their comeback with Trey Young on the bench. And mm-hmm. Lou Wood, you know, doing his thing a little bit, and then they decided, well, we're going to put them both in because we're going to keep the hot hand in. That, that's what I like about um, uh, what Nate Millen has done. He's not married to one typical thing, and he's always looking to find the best thing. I mean, they were able to win this game when two of their best shooters, Kevin Herter and Bodan Bogdanovic, were combined 0 for 8 from three-point range. So it's not like Atlanta did everything great and were able to pull out this win. Atlanta had plenty of warts, too, and we're still able to, to, to beat the Sixers in Philly. Now, the thing is, when I talk about the bench, I'm not saying you got to play. You, I mean, you have to play all your stars. What I'm saying is just be a little bit more staggered. You know what I mean? 
that, that that's what I'm talking about. Like there was a point where, you know, it's like Tobias and four bench players. You know what I mean? And the only score they really had out there was Tobias. So that's kind of hard to do, man. It's just kind of hard when you know Tobias is struggling. So I'm just saying, and I get it. You want to rest people. You want to have a lead, and let me throw them in here, and we're going to steal some minutes. We know they're going to come back a little bit, but we're going to steal minutes. But when they brought them all back in, they couldn't weather the storm. They couldn't stop the momentum. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, no, no. It's an excellent excellent point. They're not getting it out of their bench and getting in, inconsistent play from their starters. Uh, other than Embiid, uh, with the exception of uh, the other night when he was over 12 in the, four, in the second half. But obviously, he's, he's been great most of this series. And, and they've just picked a collective time, all of them <laughs> being terrible. And, and uh, I'll tell you what, if a game like this doesn't wake them up, then, then the series will be over. But I, I do think it will. I do think they have two games in them, and, and we'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll see. We'll definitely see what happens. But, Mark, I want to thank you for joining this podcast. I want to thank you guys for listening. And I want everyone to have a great day. Peace.